Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. When you pick up a book, do you start that book in the middle? Now, I don't want this to be a cop-out where you're like, yes, because I love poetry and I love reading the Bible, where you just pick it up and you, you know, see these pieces of work. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm actually talking about if you read biographies of people or you're even reading to your children at night. When you do that, you don't start in the middle of the book. You start at the beginning. And why do you do that? Because if you start in the middle, the story actually makes no sense, right? So why are you doing this in your job search? Why are you starting and living in the middle and forgetting the beginning? So what am I referring to here? I work with thousands of people on this and I meet them in the middle of their stories. And they're camped there, my friend. They will tell me about villains. They will tell me about things that have been done wrong to them, how they can't, how they won't, how all the things. And yet they forget the beginning of their story. And my love and passion is really understanding what the beginning of your story was. Because I want to get back to that. Because guess what? We can write the ending together. And that to me is so exciting. So what does this look like? So the middle of your story is maybe you got let go. Maybe you were furloughed. Maybe you had a really toxic work environment. And you're camped there. Your head is there, right? Everything in your being is about that moment. And it's hard for you to look any other direction than just staying, you know, almost in like quicksand, you know, you're just stuck in the middle of your story. What I'd really like you to do, though, is I want you to go back to the beginning of your story. And I want this to be a pure exercise. I don't want it to be where we get bitter or we start talking about villains in our lives, like we had bad parents or we grew up poor, none of that mess, right? I want you to go back to your purest memory as a child of what it was you wanted to do. And I can tell you when I was four, I wanted to be a ballerina, which is laughable now. I have zero coordination. But I still love thinking back to that little girl that thought she could conquer the world. Because guess what? I found her again at almost 40. And... I'm not going to be a ballerina, but I'm going to find what people love in their life and help them put that in their work. Another story that sticks out to me from my childhood was around the same time. I think I was five at this point, and my mother had gone back to work full time. Now, I was raised by vice president of rehabilitation services for a national company, she traveled at least three to four days a week, pretty much from when I was five on. And 
that was really hard for me. So all I saw was that my mom wasn't really around a lot. And we were reading a story one night. I think it was like, you know, one of those fairy tales where it's like, and they lived happily ever after. And in my head, that was not working, right? Because when somebody works, then they're not around. And so I was talking to my mom about this and I was like, I'm not going to work. That's, I'm not going to do that. And my mom said, you know, you don't have to work if you don't want to, but you have to marry someone who can support you. So they will have to work. And my mom loves telling this story because I looked up at her with tears with tears in my eyes and said, if I don't want to work, why would my husband want to work? And she to this day thinks this is one of the funniest stories on the planet. And me, the older version of me, sees the purity in that story, which is I didn't know what my mother was doing every day. I didn't realize that her soul was on fire for what she did. She changed rehabilitation services for Parkinson's patients. And it's one of the reasons why those patients in particular to this day get care. My mother changed the game for people. And I love that. She was doing what she loved. And in my mind as a child, I was thinking, why would you go somewhere that you didn't love? on a daily basis. Why would you do that? And why would I marry someone who went somewhere that they hated every single day? And that five-year-old Emily still exists and I still firmly plant my flag on that, which is why would anybody want to do that? And I can tell you, it's because most likely you were living in the middle of your story. You are camped there. You are in that quicksand and you don't realize that it could be better. It could be different. So go back to that pure kid, that kid that had hopes and dreams. Maybe it was when you were graduating from college and you were like, I'm going to change the world. Just embrace that feeling for a second. Do not let yourself go to the impossibility of whatever the thing is, the limiting thought around it. Just embrace that pure thinking for a second because it's really empowering. It's really such a great place to be. Now, we're going to time travel to the future because if you're living in quicksand in the middle of your story, well, you've forgotten how to dream, which is what you started doing as a child. So we talked about that. Now let's talk about the future. I don't know if you guys remember the movie, The Truman Show. It constantly plays in my head, which I know sounds bizarre. But the reason is, is because people that were fans of the show in the movie wore these pens that said, how's it going to end? And my friend, that's what drives me every single day. I'm in the middle of my story because I think it's a very long time until it ends. But I'm constantly inspired, excited about how's it going to end? What amazingness is going to happen? And what lessons are going to happen? Because let me tell you, every story has lessons and successes. And I know sometimes you think those lessons are failures. 
but they're not. They're lessons. What did you learn from that bad boss, from that bad marriage, from taking a wrong turn? When you learn, you grow, and you move forward. And guess what else? The coolest thing happens. Those lessons, you get to teach those to other people. So however many lessons you have, they're a gift for you because now you get to support and love others through their lessons, which I just think is so beautiful. And I have a million lessons, but that's not what this podcast is about. Not my lessons. It's about how you want the story to end. How's it going to end? And I don't know about you, but I love a hero ending. I love someone that had a bad moment, a bad day, a bad decade, and came back. They saw all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I learned this lesson, and this lesson, and this lesson, and now I understand. Now, I also want to caution you here, because if you've ever been in a bookstore, you know that some books can be 20 pages, and some books can be 2,000 pages. Now, is a 20-page book better than a 2,000-page book? Not always. Sometimes those 20-page books are like a simple little guide to get you somewhere, but they're not really a rich tapestry of events and character building, which is one of my most favorite things. Think about some of your favorite stories. Maybe it's a series of books, so therefore it's like thousands upon thousands of pages, right? Those stories are amazing because you live it, you feel it. And when you do get to the end, you're like, wow, that was such a great story. That's what I want you to think about your life. I don't want you to compare the length of your story to anyone else's. Because whatever day it is, and I hope it's today, you embrace that you are in the driver's seat. You are writing your story today. You get to decide how it ends. You, my friend. And if you are in the middle of job loss or having a time in your life where you don't know which end is up from a career perspective, you want something new, but you don't know how to rewrite the story, how to get out of the quicksand. Well, I want you to join the waitlist for my course where we actually start with looking back at your story so that we can rewrite the future and we get you out of that quicksand. So go to the show notes, flick up if you are in iTunes and you will see the waitlist. I would love to have you in the course where we can rewrite your narrative together. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.